every sentient being in the universe, this is the Nighttime Show. Tonight, we have head writer Matt Walker, special guest director of Last Man on Earth, Key and Peel and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Payman Benz. I'm your announcer, Mike Black. And now, the host of the Nighttime Show, Stephen Kramer Glickman! Yeah, baby, how you doing? (laughs) Uh, Oh, I've got emotional problems. What voice was that? I don't know. Not a good one. Not a good voice. Uh, How we doing? We good? How, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> really? A yeehaw? Yeah. You know what? Last night I went to go see the movie uh, Zootopia in the movie theater. Okay. Um, and if this is airing later, I went and saw it on home video. <laughs> uh, but I was watching it, I was watching it with my with my lady right. and um the trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles played. Sure, with uh, Bebop and Rocksteady and Krang. And I would rather kill myself than watch that movie. <laughs> well, yeah. Is, do you feel like that? Sure. Is that Wasn't kind of the general Bebop vibe? Bebop from yeah. Barney? No. Bebop. Different Bebop. Different. Oh, totally different Bebop. <laughs> different Bebop. <laughs> Although I would like to see that Bebop in the Ninja Turtles movie. It would be maybe sure. more interesting. That Bebop has to have an asterisk next to his name because <laughs> of SAG rules. Because oh, okay. of the Bebop you're talking yes. about. Other Bebop. Yeah. Two, two, there's two there's, E's in Bebop. Yeah, Roman yeah. numeral two after Bebop. No, no. That, that seems like a... It seems really bad. It seems... Well, the first one was just horrendous. ridiculous. Yeah. But the, it was the same as Transformers, too. It was just like junk exploding. <laughs> <laughs> and occasionally, like, they'd put... Occasionally, Cowabunga. the junk had a yeah. face. Yeah. You know, like, you'd see eyeballs. And you'd, oh, that must be a, a, a Decepticon. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or something. It, you, I could have filmed that at home. I yeah, just taking a bunch of garbage, <laughs> just and throw it up trash. In a bag. I mean, in you slow know, motion, throwing the trash. The second in slow movie motion. I ever walked out on in my entire life was Transformers Three. Uh, and yeah. they managed to take Ken Jeong and make him not funny. Yeah, that's amazing. How you know how hard that is to make him not be funny? Yeah, yeah. they had a lot Shocking. of character actors in there that, that it was. What are you doing? John Malkovich? Yeah, was in there. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think I Francis lasted McDormand. long enough to see him. Francis yeah. McDormand was in the movie. Yeah. From Fargo. Like Academy Award winner, John Turturro. <laughs> yeah. John Turturro got, was in the movie. John Turturro got a golden shower from Bumblebee <laughs> oh in one of the movies. God. I'm not kidding. That actually fucking happened. Wow. That's uh, incredible. You know what? I, I don't even want to. Ridiculous. I, now I'm mad. I know. Now you I'm made Michael mad. Bay. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we Michael Bay is a shitty director, but we have a great director here with us today. <laughs> and we should talk. A hell of a start. I, I want to talk to him about... Uh, what he, what he's been working on, but I, I want to talk to him about how he feels about this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as as Mike said from uh, Last Man on Earth, uh, Key and Peel, and uh, most recently Brooklyn Nine Nine. Small business, the most <laughs> <laughs> the most phenomenal director I know, Payman Benz. How are you, sir? Ooh, yes, good. hey, yes. What's up? Yeehaw. By the way, no no disrespect from me to Michael Bay. Payment's <laughs> like, no, no, I, like, I still got to work in this town. Yeah, Fuck yeah. you guys. You're like, I have to have a job. I don't he know what you're talking about. He might need a comedy guy. I don't want to. Yeah. Oh, oh he God. needs a comedy yes, guy. He, does. <laughs> he, needs, he desperately needs a comedy guy. And not one day. Tonight. Oh, my God. They need to ship you over immediately. I'm in. FedEx. I'm in. I'm, in. I'm 100% in. Uh, well, how do you feel about these movies that are coming out, like Ghostbusters, the, these things? Are you seeing a lot of this? No, the reboots? I, I've been... No, Reboots just make me nervous because I'm just like, this is going to be bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I, I'm often disappointed now when I go to movies, so I almost don't even go. I think I only saw like four movies in the theater last year. You know, oh, wow. You, you know what I dragged Mike to uh, most recently was um, he's still mad at me. I made him really go see am. Gods of Egypt. Yeah. I don't even know Why what that is. Why would you do that to him? <laughs> that, that is the thing. movie that the Oscars was all upset about because there were... It's a bunch of white people playing Egyptians. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. right. Okay. Yes. But I mean, it's, oh, it's out, you know it's it going to be terrible. But yeah. weirdly, it's, Why bother getting mad? Oh, there's not enough Middle Eastern people in this terrible, awful movie that nobody wants to see. <laughs> right. Well, maybe everyone in the Academy has a friend, a well-meaning friend, who makes them go and see a bunch of crap and pay $12 um, to see it. Believe me, Mike, I've been there many times with this yeah. man. I made, him, I made Matt Walker see Valentine's Day. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm a, and New I'm, Year's Eve. And New Year's Eve. Matt, you're, you're a good friend. I'm, a, really I'm, good a, friend. I'm a bad friend. Yeah. I constantly make them see shitty, horrible movies. Yeah, he's, Holy crap. We, made, we all went to go see Annie. Were you there when we saw Annie, Mike? No, I didn't see Annie. When we saw Black Annie? Uh, no. Do you, do you guys ever it, go to... You know they're just going to call it that on the Blu-ray now. They're <laughs> just, just Blanny. It. It's Black Annie. It's Blanny. <laughs> Blanny. <laughs> do, you, do you ever take them to good movies? <laughs> we, no. I what? drag him to good movies. I took him to Deadpool. Yes. Okay. You know, uh, I do we, my part as a we friend. Did see, he did drag me to this movie. I had no idea what it was going to be. And we go there and he's like, oh, it's this cool horror movie I've been hearing about. It's from uh, New Zealand. And we get there and it was What We Do in the Shadows. And it was fantastic. That's oh, one of the funniest so movies I've seen good. in the theater oh, yeah. in years. Great, oh, great. And I had no idea what it was going in. And uh, did you even know it was a comedy or did you just know it was like... No, no, I heard I had heard good stuff about okay. it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's so awesome. he took me to see that. And then he took us to see Blazing Saddles. He, he did. Oh, Brooks he did. the other day. So. Uh, I, I win. I win. I won. Yeah, he that. makes up for it. Because he took us to see Mel Brooks speak... And we saw Blazing Saddles in the theater with 3,000 people, and then we went backstage and met Mel Brooks. Yeah, wow. we hung out in his dressing so room. So it makes it up sweet. for it. You, you yeah, just bought yourself some, some yeah. future back. <laughs> when there's a Chinese Annie, you get to <laughs> Channing. Can't wait for Channing. It's going to be Channing. great. Channing. Starring Carol Channing. <laughs> because Asian people don't get to play Asian people in the movie. So it's an Asian Annie, but played by a white person. It's oh, what they do in Hollywood. God. Yeah. When Catwoman 2 comes out, yes. we're all set. <laughs> Front row. Catwoman 2, the electric boogaloo. <laughs> Steven's taken us to so many bad movies, you wouldn't know it, but me and Matt are both 22 years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's how many shitty movies we've seen. Uh, you guys look like shit for 23. <laughs> yeah. really I like bad do. movies, though. I like I like bad. They, they, I get Take really, payment. Really, really Take bad. payment. <laughs> Let me know. Seriously. Let him go in our story. exciting. Yeah. I, uh, I bought Geely on DVD <laughs> because it's so bad. Did yeah. it have an alternate and ending did, like no, on DVD? Did you think that Geely would have been better if it was SpongeBob? <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, Foghorn Langhorn. We did, we did that in another episode. We just did that with Bill Farmer, who was uh, uh, goofy voiceover guy oh, really? there, really? and he did Foghorn Langhorn as Geely, and, and I did, and I did, did SpongeBob. SpongeBob. That's amazing. So you bought Geely? I bought it, and then I lost it during a move. And so I got it again. So I bought Geely twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> uh, it's like really embarrassing. But it's it's like as a director, you just get confidence when you watch something yeah. that oh, – Because it's like, like I could do that. It's, even the audio yeah. is – you're like, oh, they didn't even do a sound bit. They were just like put it out. They were <laughs> over it. It's so – there's so many flaws in it that it's just it's, – yeah. it's beautiful. The first thing oh, I was God. ever in that was on camera is – probably the worst movie I've ever seen uh, this piece of crap called Tears of a Clown and I have like two no, lines a, in it it's a bad movie and like you go there and you can't hear the dialogue over the soundtrack like wow. it's like the rap music is playing and you, the people are talking and you're like 
Wait, well, what are they saying? All I can hear is the guy rapping. Like it's <laughs> rap music over dialogue. Over the dialogue, the whole movie. The, that's the worst genre to play. <laughs> the whole movie. Yeah, oh, was, no. You're like, what the hell? Words rapping over a guy being like, yeah. oh. I uh, missed you uh, last night. That was my big screen debut. It's hot out there for a pimp. Is <laughs> that over the top and, of it? And then my two lines, uh, you see me on the screen, and then you don't see me on the screen, and then you hear me say my two words, and nobody even knows that I'm the oh, guy who said it. Oh, what? <laughs> Except crap. in the promos for the film, you see a shot of me standing right behind the star of the movie, like, and they use that as like the promo like, <laughs> oh, picture great. for the movie, so I'm in all the promo they did for this terrible movie that nobody saw anyway. Worth, Worth it. God. Worth yeah. it. You know, so when p- people were demanding their money back, there was no Matt Walker in yeah. this <laughs> They're like, here he is right here in the picture. Hey, guys, uh, you got to check this out. There's this new app that I'm using, and I'm obsessed with it. It's called Yo Shirt, and uh, you Yo can shirt? get it. Yeah, you can get it on your phone. you got to try this thing. It's super, super cool. What does it do? Okay, so Yo Shirt is the app for creating one-of-a-kind apparel and accessories on your iPhone. What? Yes, I mean, you can take a picture of a comic book cover, your favorite comic book, Mike, okay? Take a picture of that. One of your uh, famous Instagram photos that you do sure. of like action figures fighting I love each other. Photography. Take one of those pictures <laughs> and you can turn it into a T-shirt you can wear at Comic Con or at any at any con or at anything any day of the week. It and people even have to be. A it doesn't have to be a Comic Con. It could be anything. Can you take a picture of an ex-con and get that on a shirt? You can put an ex-con on a shirt. What else can you put on a shirt? Ex-girlfriend, you can put on a shirt. Anything with an ex. Shaka Con. Shaka Con, you can put on a shirt. Whatever you want. This thing is incredible. Uh, now, when you when you put it on the app, is that it? You just print up a boring old picture? No, 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 no. You can you can do all sorts of stuff to customize your designs with stickers, backgrounds, text, whatever you want. You can and share your creations. Shirts. You can only just do shirts. Shirts. no. You, there's so many different. You gotta check out this app, guys. You what guys, shirts? there's sweaters, there's leggings, there's underwear, there's tote bags, there's socks. Now a lot of these apps try to rip people off. You give them your financial information. Oh no, no. These guys are incredibly secure, super fast. It's a secure checkout with Apple Pay. All right. Now, uh, this is a quick note to our listeners, because I know we have listeners all over the world. Uh, Yoshirt ordering and shipping is currently only available in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, But if you are a fan of Yoshirt and you're in another country, we're going to be getting cool like yo shirt stuff and if you let us know that you live in another country we'll ship it to you as a gift uh you are sure to impress your friends and your family when you express yourself with yo shirt guys uh don't forget to check it out it's a super cool app yo shirt.com that's yo shirt.com yo shirt.com tell all your friends Hey, man, you you really have had a rise as a director, like I'm a real like a real rise. Like you see, you see people who like just happen to get a gig, and then they like happen to get some like huge gig, and you're like, what the hell? But like you went from like ma- doing like web stuff. Your first uh, like when you look you up, when I look you up as a director, the first thing that comes up, of course. Is needle anus? That's the first thing that, <laughs> is that comes really? up. Oh, yeah, geez. it's the number. It was number one, uh, like the first, the first director job on IMDb that you right. did. Right. It's the first short I, I did it in college, uh, and it's the first thing I did that got into festivals, and I kind of started. And everything. it's absolutely hilarious. Yeah. It's well. It's like a, it, I was making fun of all the pretentious 
dramatic shorts that the other <laughs> other people in my school were making at that time were Could like you explain it to them yeah like i was just sick of seeing like 20 year olds playing the dads of 20 year olds in these yeah. student films and like everything was about like drug overdoses and shit we're like none of you have lived that what is this and everything was so over the top so i decided to make fun of it uh, and I made a short that's really dramatic and sad for seven minutes, and then it just completely falls apart with the worst slapstick joke. <laughs> tell, tell them what it the, is. So it, the, the whole setup is a guy's dying in the hospital, <laughs> and it starts with a scene with his girlfriend, and he's broken up with her because he's like, I don't want you to mourn me, so we should break up, and she's crying. It's so stupid. And when we shot it, I told my crew, nobody smiles on set. Like, we're shooting this portion like it's a drama. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to play it totally straight. And then my DP goes, how do you want me to shoot it? And I said, I want you to shoot it like uh, you're a film student who watched 21 Grams and then picked up a camera. <laughs> and that's exactly how we shot it. It's like super handheld, like just constantly rack focusing, just unnecessary bullshit <laughs> yeah. the whole time. And uh, like, oh, yeah, I love Large Run Trailer. I'm going to do that bullshit. So... Uh, so he's like dying and then you, there's something going on with him and his brother that you don't really know. Something's going on. The next, it cuts to like a week or so later. The doctor's like, you have whatever, 48 hours to live. He's like, I want to see my brother. The do- it makes no sense. The doctor offers to drive him home. So he gets driven home by the doctor <laughs> and his brother's outside just happens to be doing woodwork. And then, uh, he goes up, they have a moment, they hug, it's beautiful, they're walking into the house, and you think it's over, and then his brother slips and falls on a board, and then a horrible text graphic comes up with my <laughs> voice that yells, Needle! And then it gets closer, and he falls again, and it says, Anus! Then it gets even closer, and you see that a nail in the board goes right into the guy's ass. <laughs> and then they stare at each other, he screams, and then I yell, Needle Anus, with the worst graphics you've ever seen in your life. Anus. And then it goes, and it was literally just me recording a voice in my closet, because I just like, was like, I just got so excited that I was at the end, that I was like, oh, I'm just going to finish it up. And... Uh, and then it goes back to the emotional, sad music, <laughs> and it goes back to that. And um, I wanted to call it needle anus because I thought it would just confuse people. It's a, it's a nail that yeah. goes in the ass. And I was like, oh, it's not even a needle. None, none, right. Nothing makes sense. But when we There's took no it, Matt Walker we, in this. <laughs> when we took it to festivals... The we would everybody makes like promotional art and there's all these like index cards and posters <laughs> everywhere. So everybody has these like beautifully drawn like artistic <laughs> posters. And ours was all black, lowercase, needle anus, period. And we would yeah. go across the theater and you would just see people pick ours up like immediately and take it. And we had bumper stickers and we had like condoms made with like the wappers with our logo on it. <laughs> we were giving them out everywhere. I don't think they were. Good condoms. Did you get condoms and stick a nail through them? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that would have been. But there was people that said they used them, so there could have been oh, a needle in his needle baby boom that we don't know about. We but, don't know. Uh, so, but we we uh, we decided to concoct this story that it was based on a true story, except for the ending. That my friend died and asked me to like make this thing and was like, "Can you make it funny?" So I made it. So we basically tricked everybody at this at the festivals <laughs> into thinking that it was a dramatic thing. So I would tell and everyone was like, they didn't know what to think because this title is so stupid. But then here's this like really and mm-hmm. I it, my my story was so detailed that like people would get emotional when I would be telling them the story. So the the most fun thing about the short is once you've seen it, showing it to other people because then it's just seven <laughs> minutes of tension and you're trying not to oh. look at them. So we would sit in the front row and look back and see people crying for oh. the first seven minutes and we're like, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. <laughs> and then 
it's such a slow burn. Like it, there's the first needle and everyone's like, what the fuck? And then it's like, anus like what? And then it keeps going. And the laughter went on like two minutes into the next short film <laughs> because people were still like processing it. And the festival liked it so much that they had a really dark short that played like a couple hours, a couple after hours. And it was like, the point of view of someone being kidnapped and murdered. It was like the most horrifying oh, short I've oh. ever seen. I was like, why, why oh even make that? God. Like, why yeah. make that? Don't make yeah. it. <laughs> Just don't make that. <laughs> yeah. uh, and right when it ended, they played our ending again just to make, just, just to make, <laughs> no yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, they they called and asked if we, if, if I was down with it and I was like, well, as long as the other filmmakers are okay. Cause I feel like yeah. that's kind of yeah. shitty to them. Oh my God. That's but so everybody funny. was on board, but that short started everything <laughs> that got into a bunch of festivals. And that's when I was like, Oh, maybe I can do something. And then I moved down here and that's everything. Went. But it's a weird, it's a weird one. I still have like a pillow on my couch that says needle. Anus. <laughs> so people come over and they're like, what is, what is this thing here? Was it done with needlepoint? Uh, no, it should, yeah, should where, be. Where, where should were you be. when I was where doing I this? Come <laughs> yeah. on, Matt. I is remember. it available to see on it's YouTube on, and stuff? Uh, it's, on, it's definitely on Vimeo. I think it's on YouTube okay, as well. Cool. Yeah. Now I have a question for it's you. Stupid. Uh, if you search for <laughs> payment bands in Google, it comes up with related searches. And one of those, the top related search, is Brooklyn Decker. And I feel like there's a story there that we should know about. I, I was in a uh, like a branded video for I, forget, I think Break made it for uh, Just Go with It that movie that mm-hmm. she was in. Sure, yeah. So uh, uh, a buddy of mine was directing it, and he would sometimes just give me like the goofy role in these sketches. So it was it was four of us playing poker. It was me, Adam Devine, Adam Ray, and Brooklyn Decker. This is. Adam had already shot the first season of Workaholics, but it hadn't come out. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was so funny because in the, end, in the end edit, what happens basically is she ends up punking me and giving me a wedgie. And like she like is, gets really aggressive with me. And the funny thing is I'm not an actor. And you have Adam Devine and Adam Ray who ended up having like much yeah. like normal Big acting careers. careers right. And they're like pretty much out of the sketch. And it makes no sense. <laughs> Hysterical. But, but we got to spend like a whole night with her and she's like super awesome and she would give me a hug after every take where she was giving me the wedgie and I was giving yeah. eyes to all the guys. <laughs> it was pretty Very cool. nice. Yeah, You're like, take a picture of this. Take a I picture. I was like, please. And we'll ever, ever, I will never forget that. Yeah. No, well, but she's awesome. She's really good. Like, feel- Oops, I messed up my line again. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. You know there's some wedgie fetish out there that's just jealous as hell now. Yeah, <laughs> some guy like, just, just masturbated it to that. Yeah, right now. Right now to my voice. I'm sorry. What was the what was the the gig that kind of took things to the next level for you? I mean, because I know you did some stuff at um, with Kimmel and stuff. Yeah, was that I mean, kind it, of a big jump. It or was what honest. Was big jump. It was a really slow burn for ten years because yeah. I've been out. You know, in Janu- end of January was ten years, and then it was like every year I just took one more little step. Yeah. And it's a very long story. You know the story, but in the first year I was out here. Adam Sandler saw a bunch of my work and brought me into Happy Madison and basically got me an agent. They called the agencies that were like, Adam loves this guy, sign him. Wow. And then I was up to direct the house bunny before I knew two people in this town. I knew nobody here. And I met with like the head of Columbia Pictures. I had no idea. Like the most people that had ever been on my set were three. It was me. (laughs) I was directing and holding boom and my DP and like one other buddy that was helping out and that's it. But Adam really liked my sensibility and uh, obviously, I didn't do the movie, but uh, that that got things going really early. But then I didn't have any credit, so nobody could do anything with me. So then I was like, okay, well, that was validating. Now I got to do the work for a long time because mm-hmm. nobody's going to give me anything. I've just sure. done these stupid, you know, needle this was my top credit right, <laughs> yeah. at that point. So, so it was just a slow burn, and I just would do sketches, and then people started seeing my stuff, and then I was doing stuff for The Midnight Show, which is a sketch group at the UCB, mm-hmm. and, yeah. like, that's a lot of my favorite work that I got to do that got – 
a lot of my stuff seen. And then, uh, and then I was at Kimmel directing sketches for like almost a year. Uh, and then that was really great. Um, and then what I think really took it to the next level is when Peter Atencio, who's the main director on Key and Peele, who did 99% of the show, is a good friend of mine. He brought me in in the last season to direct a handful of sketches along with another directing pair. And that really changed everything. What, what sketches on Key and Peele? The the big ones that are online are there's one called Acapella Group that's my favorite one I got to do with them unbelievable sketch. oh you saw that one of course oh great yeah that yeah, was like yeah, my yeah. favorite when I read that script I like started five times I was like please give me this sketch yeah uh, then there's one called Severed Head Warriors where they're like they're like battling and Jordan like decapitates a dude and it's like showing up and then his he's head. like trying to do stand up it basically is like a comedy but there's no words it's like yeah. it's almost like a caveman doing comedy <laughs> it's like really really it's crazy. a really solid acting and really solid directing job on that on that one cuz yeah. it starts so intense it starts like game of thrones style right. and then it just you know departs from that into uh this hilarious just really funny stuff yeah well that you know that's a lot of what you know what peter brought to the show it was like his his philosophy was like make every sketch feel like the best scene of a movie pulled out Wow. So all it said at the beginning of that script is uh, a battle concludes. And then I had to just be like, okay, what if this happens and that happens? And he gave me the freedom to just like figure out the scene. I never shot a battle scene and oh my we kind of shot the hell out of it in Griffith Park. <laughs> That's so <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. That's I went to time. a LARP group and just was like, do your thing. <laughs> yeah. The LARP, the LARP people love that sketch. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. It's phenomenal. There's, it's a great There's sketch. a lot of people masturbating to that sketch. Jacking it. Might yeah. be the same guy. <laughs> I'm going to make a foam sword, and then I'm going to rub it. I should be following this guy on Twitter. What am I doing? It's the best day of my life. That's amazing. Uh, but yeah, Key and Peele, really, because everybody in town loves that show, so that, that oh, had a lot so. to do with everything. That's so cool. Yeah. I know, like, when um, when I was trying to uh, do this, that show that we got to work on together for, like, a week. We got to, we, I think we shot for a week. For a week, yeah. But it was, yeah. like, the coolest thing I've ever gotten to do, ever. It was so, it was, it was such and a And that one little fun. kid is, like, in everything now. That one little girl? That little girl. Oh, um, yeah, she is. Francesca Capaldi. all the time. Yeah. She got cast on um, a show called Dog with a Blog and then starred on that show as one of the leads. It was a show about a dog that has a blog, by the way. Uh, <laughs> of so, so realistic and amazing. Um, but I love you, thinking about the stack of things I have at home that can't get funded. Oh, but dog with a blog. Dog, dog with a blog. I know every note is like grounded, yeah. grounded yeah. in reality. <laughs> dog with a blog. I just thought that like one of, one of the things that I really liked about that process was that like I go in – and I, you know, like we, you know, I've, we've all worked on lots of really cool projects, but when you go in and then you're like, oh, I'm, you go in and I'm like, oh, this is the show. And they're like, that sounds interesting. And then you're like, this is who's directing it. And I, I told them that, that we had talked and I was like, this is who's going to direct it. And they were like, yep. Okay. Oh, really? I didn't know yep. that. They were like, well, we don't have to worry then. And that was like before oh. a lot of stuff that you had done. I think that was before Kimmel. It was way before. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was way before Kimmel. I had had so many generals there. For years, I would go into Comedy Central and they'd be like, we love you. We just don't have the right project yet. We right. love you. We love you. We just, because usually somebody comes to the project with a director attached. So sure. it was hard to get in there and I didn't have the credits. It's it like, was Abby Robertson that introduced us. To oh, yeah. I love yeah. Abby. Great uh, yeah, great the, manager. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, this is super cool. Uh, so tell us. Uh, and tell uh, us don't you think, Stephen, should go back to that hairstyle? I've been trying to talk him into it for quite a while. 
I'd want to. <laughs> it, it's a good look. I the, think I would probably you... book more work if I looked yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. would, actually. Which, uh, oh, the Ming the Merciless thing you had going on? Yeah, the, yeah. well, it was just yeah. a mustache. It was just a just mustache. Just a mustache, and he had and that. And then I had the, the George Costanza haircut. Well, if you yeah. wait long enough, it may just happen. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. We both should rock that look everywhere. Yeah. We should. Like said, Everyone will think they're getting audited everywhere we go. You'll be like twins, but which one's Schwarzenegger which one's DeVito? I don't know. It's... We're both DeVito. Yeah. I call Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Just because I've seen more of his movies. <laughs> tell us about uh, tell us about Last Man on Earth. That's a huge uh, that's a huge show. Another yeah. Schwarzenegger project. That, yeah. it is, Arnold, Arnold is the uh, co-creator and star of that show. Uh, I've done three episodes of that show for Holy season crap. two. And that's the craziest. Because that was my favorite show go, uh, before getting to work on it. Sure. So, oh, nice. I don't know if I'll ever get to say that again, but... Uh, uh, Even with the false advertising in the title, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I tuned in, like I hadn't seen the show, and I tuned in like halfway through season one. I watched. I'm like, there's like four people. This is bullshit. What the fuck? The title really holds. The title's grudge. very relevant to to the pilot, and then, right. and then after that, it's like there's a. I was like, yeah. people running around. What, what yeah, the hell yeah. is this? Oh my god, that that pilot is hilarious. That show's great, though. It's, it's a big show. It's great, yeah. and the pilot I've watched a million times. I mean, it's like a movie. It's one of the best. I couldn't believe really that is. that was on network television. I was, I was shocked that a show like that was on network. What television. is it like? I mean, getting on a set like that. I mean, that is a huge set. That's right. a lot of people. Big it, network show. Yeah. Good handsome budget. You know, not like yeah, super high budget, but it's a, a solid yeah. budget for that show. What's that? What's that like working on a show that big? Awesome. <laughs> like yeah. I'm so used to just doing the no budget stuff yeah. for years. I was the guy with it. Like you can do stuff with nothing, right? And yeah. make it stylish, and you have half an hour to shoot it. Uh, and we have ten people and one camera. Uh, but so it was amazing. You know, was this had, like the first time you've had that big budget. Was that the first one? Or? De- definitely. Like I had done. There, there's a show on TV Lane called Teachers that uh, the mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's uh, concluding tonight. I directed the whole season of that mm-hmm. show. Wow. And it was the same showrunners from Key and Peele. So that's how it happened. Jay Martelli and Ian Roberts really liked me. And then I met with the girls and we clicked. And then one thing led to another. That's so great. That was, you know, basic cable. You get a four days to shoot an episode and you have no money, especially mm-hmm. in the first season of a show. And you know, show has a lot of producers on it. So it was like right off the bat, we were scrambling, but like that's been my training for nine years. So it was fine. So then, then going to last man where they're like, you get one week to prep and five days to shoot. I'm like, I get five days to shoot. Like this is crazy. (laughs) And the funny thing is like, I meet with the network. That's like, do you think you could like handle network? And I was like more resources than an additional day of shooting. I think I can. I think it's the, the cable people should (laughs) be asking broadcast directors. Can you handle Handle nothing? Like, yeah. Yeah. uh, So it was great. I got to, you know, kind of work at a, a, a pace where I can work with the actors a little more. And, um, you know, our days weren't crazy. It's a very visual show. So, like, it's demanding. You have to get a lot of shots. And it's not like, you know, there's a lot of shows where it's just, like, cross coverage. It's almost basically like televised improv. Those shows are, like, they have directors because they just legally have to have a director. Sure. But on this show, it was like you're being a filmmaker. And and I knew the show front and back. Like, because I had watched... I had watched the whole season and then I watched it one more time when I wrapped teachers and then I had a meeting for it and I watched the whole season again. And then I had a second meeting and I watched the whole How season How did you again. get that first meeting? Like what happened? Did they call you or did you, your agent called somebody or had that work? No. Out? So, so the way it actually worked out is that one of the executive producers of the show uh, is at Lord Miller's name, Seth Cohen. Seth used to be a comedy central executive and yeah. he, this dude has had my back since day one. Like we, our friend Jordy, who's a sure, comedy, yeah. Jordy said, 
Seth would just bring me up constantly, like, we got to give this guy a chance. We got to give this guy a chance. And, like, it didn't happen by the time he left. So when Teachers wrapped, he was like, let's catch up. Like, I met Lord Miller now. Have you been watching the show? I was like, yeah, what do you think? I want to direct it. Like, we kept talking. And then he goes, I want you to meet with the studio and the network. So he set up the meeting with them. He's like, let me just do it because I have a, you know, a shortcut to them. Amazing. So he did that. And then, and then there was another meeting with another EP on the show. And then at that point, I, th- then I was like waiting. I was like, all right, maybe I'll get it. Maybe not. I've gotten so many no's over 10 years that I was like, whatever. I got a meeting for a show. Like right. at, at least the meeting went well. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then I started seeing the cast tweet about, they started shooting, and I was like, oh, I guess I guess yeah. I didn't get it. And then one morning I woke up to an email that was like, they're giving you an episode. Uh, it's in like a month. So I had a month of just like, don't die for this month. <laughs> oh my don't God. You do, don't, don't get hit by a car. Yeah, like I literally, I was like in like survival mode where I was like, I just need to do this and I'll be satisfied. You're like George Costanza when he had the oven mitts on when he was a hand melt. I'm like, don't be really careful. Yeah, exactly. Wrap yourself in bubble wrap. Like, don't break my leg. Don't fall down. Yeah. That's hilarious. It really, and, and so I did the one and it went well. And then by just a bunch of things kind of lined up and another episode opened up like two weeks later and they were like, Hey, they like the cut of your episode. Do you want to do another one? I was like, yes. So like, did another Jeez. one the next week. And then by chance, another one opened up at the end of the season and they threw me a third That's when being so the new like, guy really oh, works out because they probably think these other guys are like, they have stuff lined up like all the time. And they're like, this guy, he doesn't have anything else going on. So you can just slip into those it, yeah, and opportunities. All, and also in that show, they, you know, some shows, they're just constantly bringing in new directors. That show really tries to keep it to like a few people because mm-hmm. it's so specific. I mean, it's yeah. not a show that anybody can come in and do. So yeah. like, John Solomon, who's an, one of the EPs on the show, he did six or seven this year. No, maybe eight this year. Jason Wolliner did five, uh, and then I did three, and then other people did like two or something here and there. So, What's like, the relationship like on set between you and like the creators of the show, like guys like Phil, like you know Phil Lord, guys like that? Phil, Phil, and Chris are there for at least in my episodes. They would be there for the table read and then like the notes afterwards with the network. But they're, those guys are so busy that they're not there wow. on set. I'm sure they were in season one, but they're not now. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm there at my mini monitors with the writer of the episode the whole time. Oh wow! So we're working, and and I'm kind of I I kind of feed off of the writer. Rob, like I'll pitch a joke, and I'm like, does that joke make sense on the show? Would you guys do a joke like this? So a lot of it in the first episode was me kind of figuring out what worked, yeah. and then by the third episode, I knew it so well that I would just pitch a joke and know like, oh, this will be fine. Um, and then Will is also you know very hands on, so he'll come up and we'll talk about the scene afterwards. If he's not in it, he's kind of sitting with us, and um, but. Yeah, it's like super collaborative and God, and uh, what it's was awesome. one of your uh, favorite memories of the show um, while you were working? I'm trying to think, what's that one of the? There's one thing that happened that was in the episode the other night, and this won't give away the scene, but this thing Will did, I've never seen actors try to hold their shit together <laughs> more than this. It's a very dramatic setup. He he's about yeah. to give a speech to the group. And uh, something tragic has happened within the group and he's got a guitar and he's kind of strumming it and tuning it for like two minutes as he's like, <laughs> uh, you know, guys, this isn't going on. So I decided to write uh, – I wrote a little song about uh, about what's going on. He gives the name of the song and he starts singing and instead of playing the guitar, he's just tapping on it like <laughs> for the whole thing and never actually plays a chord. <laughs> and the I don't even know how we had enough – footage of everybody not laughing because they were yeah. dying like oh we were dying on set like mary who's like what mary seenberg who's like 
and a really accomplished, like seasoned yeah. actor, yeah. Yeah. could not hold her shit together. And she was just like, every time he drums, it gets me. <laughs> so like, and that's such was, a subtle thing too. Yeah, you know, yeah. for everyone to pick up on it and everything. And it, it and it was like the last scene of the episode, and it was like going into the holiday. So everybody was like already <laughs> in vacation mode. And then it was like the, the <laughs> dumbest joke possible that I'm like, I just couldn't wait for it to air because I was like, that's such a smart joke. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's such a, it's like perfect. What that yeah. that show rides the line of. Drama and silly. Well, really, that really that well. show is a very silly. Well, that show is well. Last Man on Earth is a very like serious but funny show. Like it yeah. really does seem realistic. Like yeah. it feels very realistic. Brooklyn Nine Nine, which you just directed, yeah. is a very outlandishly kind of silly show. It's not Angie Tribeca, which is completely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Spy yeah. hard. Yeah. 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 But but that show, which you should totally direct an episode of Angie Tribeca. Which I, it's would, fun. Oh my god. It sounds like you'd just be laughing now. the entire oh my time. God. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. So what what is uh what what was that like? What what is it like doing Super fun. I mean, it's like a. It, it not only is the show fast when you're watching it, they shoot faster than they were shooting so fast that I couldn't keep up. Where I'm like, wait, what? We're done already? Like, what's happening here? Like, our first day, our call time was like, here's eight. your check. Thanks yeah. for coming in. And I'm driving off the lot at 3 p.m. and I'm like, did we get everything? Like, I'm like, dude, should I add more shots to the shot list? Like, what the hell's going on here? But they have three cameras. And they're just the crew and the ca- they're just in sync. So they wow. by this point season this is the three third season third yeah. season okay. yeah. So yeah. they're they fly and the cast is. They've I mean that cast so is talent oh my god it's like what, what, and, what note could I give I'm like oh be yeah. more perfect like I don't <laughs> yeah. know like, it's like, there's like, you can't give a note to like Andy or Chelsea or Joe Luttrell they're all yeah. so funny that they're I'm like so good. yeah just keep doing it it's great oh <laughs> it's gonna be awesome god. that's amazing uh, so it was really fun so you were acting just... the way I act during a really good lap dance just whatever you want to do is that's you're doing great you're doing great yeah you don't need any notes have you ever had to give Give someone notes during a lap dance? Yes. yes. Really? <laughs> Absolutely. That's oh my, my zipper. Stop it. Stop it. You're, you're sitting you're sitting on my knee and you're you're hurting me. My keys are digging into my side. You're not trying you're not trying to break it off. I've never had a bad lap dance, I guess. I guess that's it. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> well then you haven't oh. lived. <laughs> oh well I'll take I'll take you somewhere. You know how much I love bad things. Yeah. Um Hey, here's a here's a quick uh, a quick question for you. Um, there was a, there's a new show that you're working on right now. Tell us about the the this new show. It's called Son of Zorn. Son of Zorn. Yeah, so Ooh, I'm what, doing what uh, two episodes of that show. It's a new Fox show. Um, the main director and one of the EPs on the show is this guy Eric Capel, who's an incredible director. He's done a bunch of stuff. He used to be at Funny or Die, and he's done every TV show in the world. And uh, it's another Lord Miller show. Oh, it's, my God. The show is – it's a live-action show, but the main character is a 2D animated cartoon. What? Wow. And, oh, yeah. Okay. And he's basically – Are you serious? Yeah, and he's basically a He-Man-ish person. Like, he, he's kind of modeled after – like, that's the style. He's like a warrior. Nice. The voice is Jason Sudeikis. So oh the, setup, the setup is he used to live here. And he had a wife and a son. The wife is Cheryl Hines. The son is Johnny mm-hmm. Pemberton. He's left. Oh my God. Yeah, it's a great cast. He's left to go to his homeland and has been kind of like a dad who hasn't been around. So he's been gone for a few years and like comes back to like reconnect with his family. And his wife's like, you haven't been here in three years. Like I'm engaged. And she's engaged to Tim Meadows, who's like. Tim is he plays an online professor who's like super insecure about his job. <laughs> it's like the funniest thing you could give Tim Meadows ever. Oh my god. So uh so it's he's come back and it's basically but it's really grounded. It's basically like 
as if he like went to the East Coast to be a cop for three years and was like not a good dad and coming back to be like, hey, everything's cool, right? But he like sucks and he has to get a job and an apartment. So he like there's just this cartoon character interacting with the world and nobody freaks out that he's like a warrior. It's just like how he's you, just some dude. How do they, they forget direct- that he's a cartoon? They don't forget he's a warrior, but they freak out that he's no, a cartoon? Wow. It's like okay. totally normal. It's just how like you, it, that's that guy. That's his thing. But yeah. how are you directing a cartoon? So the way the they figured – they shot a presentation and Eric and them, they all figured out this process. And it's it's really amazing how they do it. They have a, a guy on set, this guy Dan, who's like super tall and it has this like really deep voice. And he has some comedy training like improv and he's done stand-up. So he's really funny. So we do a take – a rehearsal with him. Then we film a take with him so the animators know where Zorn would be mm-hmm. about. Then we take him out and we give eye lines to the actors and he's off camera saying his lines and they're just looking in the direction he was at. Jeez. And like, oh, but then God. they added like movement and stuff and then they're, the animation, the company doing the animation is Titmouse. So there's somebody from Titmouse. Oh, oh, I worked okay. there. Oh, I worked really? at Titmouse, yeah. So yeah. there's somebody there on set like getting the stills from DIT and drawing a temp Zorn so the editor knows how to scale them later. And then the animatics and stuff all happens later. That so sounds amazing. It's the coolest yeah. process ever. I've never done anything like it. But, you know, I went and shadowed for a week and kind of saw how, how Eric was doing it and how they put it together. So I just did an episode last week and then I got another one next what month. What network is this? Fox. Dude, J- Johnny Pemberton... Dude. By the way, killing it I, on Superstore. That dude is hilarious. He's, and he, he's finally getting some like really funny gigs. And, and this gigs. show, he is son of Zorn. It's about him. I mean, he's Holy the crap. It's him. He's oh, son of Zorn. Cool. Yeah, so it's a, it's a big deal for him. That's unbelievable. As a He-Man fan, I'm stoked just off of everything you told me. I would, when I met, <laughs> if Ford, I were the head of a studio, I'd be like, we can't write checks fast enough. Yeah. When I <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, I don't even care if I get this. I just want to see this. I just hope this <laughs> yeah. airs because like. Yeah, Fox has taken some risks, man. They're doing some cool stuff. It's, they really it's, are. it's awesome. All right. Um, so, uh, Payman, look, um, I'm, I'm so happy you're here. You, one of the people that you have not gotten to meet on the air today is uh, our dear friend and our mascot, our show mascot, uh, Robbie uh, Carlisle. How are you, Robbie? I'm good. Hey. Um, Robbie, uh, okay. we like to play a game with Robbie, and so we're, it's a game that we play, and you're going to play it right now. Okay. And it's called um, What Did Robbie Do? What did Robbie do? <laughs> what did Robbie do? That's uh, uh, the intro for what did Robbie do? Um, <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to, this is a multiple choice uh, payment. Okay. What did Robbie do? Did he, A, Robbie's first gay experience was while watching Big Mama's House? Okay. Okay. Was it B, Robbie was cast as the before guy in a Slim Fats commercial? Or C, Robbie in high school tried to have sex with a, <laughs> a loaf of bread to see if he was gay? <laughs> I can't even okay. deal with this right now. Right, uh, one more time. A, Robbie's first gay experience was at Big Mama's House 3. To a B, B. Three? <laughs> was there three? Yes. Uh, B, Robbie was cast as the before guy in a slim fast commercial. Or C, Robbie in high school tried to have sex with a loaf of bread to see if he was gay. A, B, oh, or man. C. I'm, oh, man. Which one's true? Only I'm going to say... Uh, 
Man, there's some t- two really fun choices. Remember, this is for charity. I'm gonna. Oh, jeez. Okay, <laughs> the stripper I'm, needs I, it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with A. The answer is A. You win. Yeah. <laughs> Why does that three. sound so much more realistic than me being <laughs> the, the loaf of bread? Was too good to be true. It was. Too <laughs> like, good to that's be true. like too amazing. It's <laughs> like Robbie. Is this a, this is a true story. The, yeah. Your first gay experience was well. Were you in the movie theater? When in this the happened? movie theater, uh, I went down on a guy during Big Mama's house. Party. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> you just get so turned on by. Was by, it at the premiere? It, it was Martin Lawrence. He was just. He does something for me. <laughs> In a dress, out of a dress, it's, it's per. Um, so, oh god, it might not have been gay if he was in the dress. <laughs> Pretty sure it was gay. Yeah, so. that's okay. Uh, so where? So when? Where did this happen? What, what movie theater? Oh god, uh, it was the Grauman's the Chinese theater? theater. It was not. It, it was, was the Grauman's Chinese wow. theater. That's wow, historic. Yeah, no, like um, if someone is not getting invited back. <laughs> <laughs> If you can't stop sucking dick in a movie theater like Big Mama's House 3. I don't uh, think they're that energetic anymore about giving that speech. It's like, if you can't stop sucking dick. Uh, what seats were you sitting in so I never sit in those seats? Oh, uh, uh, we, were, we, were in the, we were in the back seats, uh, like, like, uh, like three seats before like the far back row. The oh. dick sucking rows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Well, that's understandable what, what, then. Were there a lot of people? Was it a big screen? Like um, a, a packed screen? <laughs> there was a big turnout. It, for... it was like like maybe 20, 30 people there. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. 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 And, it's like um, a Tuesday. Yeah. 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 No, like we, the guy and I, um, we'd met that day <laughs> and he bought me dinner, Matt. <laughs> wow. What did you have for dinner, Robbie? <laughs> uh, oh, there was this, we went to this one restaurant. Um, it's closed now, but. Musso uh, and Frank's? Or what? Uh, it was across the street from Musso and Frank's. <laughs> and, and McDonald's? Uh, no, not that one. <laughs> I'm that easy. That no, it was, it was, it was like this, uh, it was right by the pig and whistle. Okay. Yeah. All right. And oh, the one, the little in the Egyptian courtyard there. Yeah, and it, it used the, to be I, Sharkies or something. Yes. Okay. Uh, and we had calamari. <laughs> Did you blow a guy? <laughs> the Egyptian. Man, I didn't know it was Sharkies Robbie Mike? at the time. <laughs> Where were you on the night? I, was, that, I thought I was like, I think I think that's Curly Sue grown up. <laughs> I'm gonna buy her a taco. She's <laughs> got kind of a low voice, but she is sexy. Uh, that's an amazing story. Yeah. Oh, well, we we adore you, Robbie. We appreciate that. Um, payment. Where can people find you? Where Where in the world can they find you? Twitter. Okay. Uh, it's P A Y M A N. Benz. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Where else? Where else? Anywhere else? They that's can track right, that's, you down. Uh, yeah. That's if that's everything's that's probably on all there. you'd like them yeah. to find. Like, what's like, your you know, address? What's your LinkedIn? Yeah. yeah my- <laughs> Uh, yeah, all the relevant stuff's on there. I update. I, you know, <laughs> if I have something, I put it up there. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, when does uh, the new show air? Uh, Zorn? You have a bunch S- of shows. Son of Zorn there. doesn't air till the fall. So that they're still, they got a lot of work to do on that. Uh, and then I have, my Brooklyn Nine-Nine is later in the season. I don't know when it airs. And then uh, The Last Man on Earth, the last episode that, I'm, that I did is like the second to last episode, which again, I don't know when. It's sure. coming up some point. Amazing. Yeah. So damn cool. I hope that you come back and, and tell us more cool shows, stories, and talk about things. It <laughs> would be terrific. Anytime. Well said, Anytime. Stephen. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> I'm very good. I'm very, very good at my job. Anytime, man. Very articulate. <laughs> you these should days. host a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. 
<laughs> Mike, where can they find you on the internet? Uh, at Mike Black Attack on all social media that I'm doing. All right. And uh, Robbie, what about you? They can find me at Twitter at Robbie Carlisle or Facebook. Or they can come to the nighttime show. Yes. Yeah. Come can, to the damn nighttime show. Yes, or they can come to the Chinese theater and meet you in the back row. <laughs> or they can come or they can come in the Chinese theater. <laughs> they can come inside uh, the Chinese well theater. Well done, payment Benz. Well done. It's, it's the world's famous Chinese Robbie Theater. <laughs> oh God, that's not okay. Um, Which is very <laughs> nearby the rock and roll Ralphs where Robbie had the crap kicked out of him yes. literally. Oh god. For taking too popcorn. long in the bathroom. That's not butter on your popcorn. All right. Um, guys. Uh, if you're in Los Angeles, uh, check out the uh, the improv oh, website. Uh, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it, get out, Robbie, so Matt can say things too. If you're uh, if you're uh, in Los Angeles or in Southern California, check out the improv website. Look up the nighttime show. We're every month here, once a month, Saturday night, main room, 10 p.m. Uh, we've got amazing sponsors, huge comedians, always performing, and it's a uh, it's a glorious, glorious time. Find me at Stephen Glickman, S-T-E-P-H-E-N Glickman on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, we post clips from the Nighttime Show and from the Nighttime Show podcast on uh, YouTube.com forward slash funny guy from TV. Uh, Matt, where can they find you? They can find me in the bathroom throwing up after that Robbie story. <laughs> oh, God, Matt. Uh, I know. Uh, just look for Funny Matt online, and you'll find me. Yeah. Or you can you can uh, look at uh, I Hate Matt. It's I Hate Matt Walker Sucks. Matt Walker Sucks. Matt Walker Sucks. <laughs> where, where people just talk massive shit about you, yeah. like me, constantly. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Payment, uh, love you, buddy. Thanks so much for coming in. Thanks, man. Really Thanks cool. Yeah, it was really fun. It was awesome. Peace. Peace.